Hey everybody, come on in. Oh, do we have stuff to talk about. Boy, do we. And if you didn't see my tweet and you didn't read the description of this periscope, let me warn you again. Hide the children. There will be swearing. Hide them. Put the earmuffs on. But before we start, what do we need to do? Yes, you know, it's the simultaneous sip, and all you need is a cup or a mug or a glass of tank or chalice or stein, a canteen joke or flask, a vessel of any kind. Fill it with your favorite liquid I like, coffee. And join me now for the unparalleled pleasure, the dopamine hit of the day, the thing that makes everything better, including cursing. It's called the simultaneous sip, and it happens now. Go. So the other day I uh, was was testing my digital uh, assistant from Amazon, whose name shall not be spoken, so I don't activate all of your devices at home. And I said to my device, A-L-E-X-A, I said, play Coffee with Scott Adams. And sure enough, it just starts playing my, uh, you know, at least the audio of my podcast. But here's the interesting part. Whatever it was playing, I guess the last time I had been using you know, the, the player, I'd played it at maybe double speed or 1.5 speed, I'm not sure. So I got to hear myself at 1.5 or, or twice the speed. And I got to say, it's better. <laughs> it's way better. Um, as a presenting technique, I should tell you that I intentionally speed up the pace at which I speak uh, when I'm doing it in public. But when you're the audience and you hear it back, it still doesn't sound fast enough, even to my own ear. So there's this weird uh, speaker problem you have where, where time is different for the speaker than it is for the listener. So right now I'm intentionally talking at about maybe 50% faster than I would talk if you were here in person, and it's still not fast enough. So I recommend that you listen to me um, either on Locals, you can play it faster. I think YouTube will do it. I think the podcast uh, can do it as well. So speed me up. It's way better. Um, so looks like Putin has poisoned another critic. I don't know what to think about that. Uh, it's bad, <laughs> but I don't know if it changes anything because it's not, I mean, except for the person who got poisoned, because it's not like Putin was going to be removed from power or anything. So I don't know why anybody would live in that country or even live, you know, be a, a Russian national and, uh, and be opposed to Putin. And you would need a food taster for that. That's some dangerous stuff. Um, I don't know how much longer I will be broadcasting the Coffee with Scott Adams from this location uh, because I'm checking every hour to see if I have to evacuate. So there's a very large fire that's heading my way. I'm talking about a really large fire that last I checked was 5% contained. And there's nothing between that enormous fire uh, and my house, except for very burnable stuff. So 
If our, uh, in fact, my town is, looks like a staging area for the uh, fire departments, I noticed that there's, there's one area down here, the fairgrounds, that are just full of fire department people. So, I don't know if I'd want to stay and fight it out, because I, I built this house to be fireproof. It's a, you know, I actually picked it so it would be drought-proof. I have my own well. Uh, should be fireproof because it's designed to have nothing on the outside that can burn. Something would have to get sucked in, which could happen. But on the, externally, there's nothing that could catch fire. Uh, I might have to uh, remove one uh, one tree <laughs> that's a little too close. But otherwise, I could probably ride it out even if the rest of the neighborhood burned up. It was built. It was built for that specifically that the entire neighborhood could catch on fire, and as long as I wasn't killed by smoke exposure, the house probably won't burn. But I don't know if I'm going to take that chance, and I certainly wouldn't keep the animals here, so I may be um, evacuating soon. Um, And let me say this about the governance of California. You have fucked up badly. The, The government in my state can't keep the lights on, and can't keep fires from destroying the state. Now, we did have a lot of bad luck this year in the sense that I think there were 11,000 lightning strikes in the last 24 hours or something. So there are a lot of fires. And we don't really have lightning strikes. That's not really a thing that happens this time of year, typically. So it feels like Between the coronavirus and this, it's just one thing after another. Uh, But anyway, I'll uh, I'll stay here as long as I can. Uh, Steve Bannon got arrested. We'll talk about Biden in a minute. If you're waiting for the swearing, that's where it's going to happen. Steve Bannon got arrested for allegedly scamming some money out of a fund that he had. He was attracting money to build the wall, privately build a wall. And here's the thing. I feel as if there's going to be a lot more to that story. Because Steve Bannon is already quite rich. Uh, According to a quick Google search, he has a $20 million net worth. I don't know if that's accurate, but that's, that's what you can find on the Internet. And I'm wondering, would a guy with a $20 million net worth be involved in a small scam that had these qualities. There are witnesses because there's somebody else involved in the scam. So there's at least one witness. Uh, Let's see if I have to evacuate yet. Not yet. Um, So I'm I'm a little skeptical that the original charge is going to stick. He pled not guilty. It would be easy for me to imagine that he either wasn't aware of it, some lawyer did it, or his partner did it, uh, or that there was something else going on. There just might be more to that story. But then we also find that there's something about his connection to a, a rich Chinese businessman whose yacht he was on when he got arrested. And that part of the story might get a little more interesting. So we don't know what that's all about. But here's my general statement about it. I wouldn't assume that he's guilty of the, the, the scam. 
somebody's guilty. Obviously, his partner, uh, at least from what we know, looks more guilty because he's the one receiving the money. If this is if this is what it looks like, if the allegations were true, it means that um, it, it means that Bannon would have done something. He would have committed a crime primarily for the benefit of another person, which doesn't feel like the kind of crime that people commit, honestly. So if I had to guess, he's going to have a good defense, but this Chinese connection might be a little bit more interesting, so we'll see what comes out of that. I saw a uh, story, it's a it's not a current one, but there was a group that figured out how to build $20,000 homes. So if you've got the land, they can build a kind of a cute-looking home uh, for $20,000. Now, if you've got a 15-year loan, a mortgage on that, 4%, let's say, uh, that'd be like less than $150 a month for a mortgage. Imagine, if you will, this model, because this is what I'm playing with in my head. I don't think this particular um, technique they used for the $20,000 home is as good as you can do. I think you could do way better than that and still keep it under $20,000. In other words, make it more livable, more, more green, etc. And if you could, you can imagine a situation in which there's lots of land in the country that's close to free because nobody wants to live there. <laughs> you know, there, there are uh, blighted areas in cities where the land is almost free, or free, because nobody wants to live there. there. There are places that you could imagine that are low cost. Anyway, you could imagine a model where somebody could build their own, their own $20,000 home and then build another one right next to it and rent the second one out. Because you could probably rent one out for, I don't know, $500 a month, whereas it only costs you $150 a month for the mortgage to pay for it. So you can imagine that people would build one for themselves, build a couple more on some land that they have adjacent, and suddenly they have not only a skill, which is building these things, they have a home, and they built a few more for other people who don't want to build their own house but want to live in one. So I think there's going to be some model in the future where people learn a low-cost lifestyle that's sustainable and that they can, they can have a, a full good life without the things that usually would be more expensive. I think that's where it has to go. It's not like just that I want it to go there. It kind of has to go there because it's the only solution that's left, uh, the way things have shaped up. Uh, and maybe we need some kind of an executive order so you can get loans for this sort of thing. Because right now you couldn't, you could never get a loan for it. By the way, how messed up is this? You can't get a loan for a twenty thousand dollar house. Do you know why? Even if you were, you had good credit, you know, everything was good. You know, you had a job, you you qualified. You still couldn't get a loan for a twenty thousand dollar house. And the reason is that the bank's own internal costs to service any loan, doesn't matter how big it is, the administrative cost of it is about 2300 or something like that. And it doesn't matter if you made a million-dollar loan or a $20,000 loan. So what does the bank want to do? doesn't want to make any $20,000 loans. They're not profitable because their overhead would be more than they can make from the loan. 
So there are some structural things that would need to be cleared away before you could do this simple, simple thing. All right, maybe we need some kind of executive orders for that. Let's talk about Joe Biden. Um, I, don't even, I, I hardly know where to start. Um, it was such a bad evening, dressed up as a good evening. Now, I was, of course, immediately drawn to watch CNN as soon as Biden was done speaking, because I wanted to see how they would treat it. You knew they were going to say it was the best speech he'd ever given. That was kind of, a, that was kind of baked into it. Um, and then, of course, there would be conservatives who said, oh, my God, it's terrible. You know, he was just reading off a teleprompter. But the, uh, the fact that he based his campaign on being, A, the guy of good character, the one who cares, at the same time and in the same speech, perpetrated the most divisive race hoax in American history, the fine people hoax. Now, you'll see the left fighting back this morning. Media Matters and others are, are trying to double down on the lie because there are so many people in the public, such as me, <laughs> for example, uh, you know, Joel Pollack, Steve Cortez. Yeah, I saw Charles Payne. I saw Ali Alexander. I saw you know, Jack Posobiec. You know, just probably hundreds of, of people who have some clout, at least on social media, saying, no, that's like a totally debunked hoax. He's basing his campaign on a debunked hoax. Now, what do the people who believe the hoax say? Ho, 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 you right-wing crazy people. You, you're trying to tell us that we didn't see it with our own eyes? We didn't hear it with our own ears? Oh, no. I saw it and I heard it, and I can prove it. Here's the video of what I saw and what I heard. Here it is. And then they'll show the edited video, which is the hoax. If they show the whole video, it shows Trump without prompting, and this is the important part, there was no prompting, said, I'm not talking about the neo-Nazis and the white nationalists, they should be condemned totally. If you leave that part out, it could be misunderstood that he was praising the people with the torches. And so, in order not to be um, misconstrued later, without prompting, Trump clarified to make sure you wouldn't interpret it wrong. And they lopped that part off and made it the central part of Biden's campaign. So they turned the truth into a lie by getting rid of the clarification. And beyond that, there's a second lie that's baked in. And the second lie is this, that it matters who was there. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if there were any fine people there. It doesn't matter if there was anybody there who disavowed the racist and just liked the statues. It doesn't matter because Trump gave his assumption that he thought there were fine people there who fit that category of not racist, and then he spoke to his assumption. Worst case scenario is that he was mistaken about who attended, right? That's the worst it could be, is he thought there were some fine people, but once you looked into it, maybe there weren't. Except that I looked into it personally, because I'd said some things in public which caused people to, uh, to contact me. And people, several of them, 
And you're going to ask, well, why don't you give me their names? Of course I'm not going to give you their names. (laughs) Are you kidding me? One of them actually said that I could. And I said, let me talk you out of that. You don't want your name attached to any of this, but I do want to hear your story. And one of the, one of the attendees was Jewish. He had a you know, Jewish background. Now, do you think that the Jewish guy was marching with the Tiki Torch people saying, you know, Jews must not replace us? I mean, seriously. He was against the racists. He just was there for rallying for the statues. Now, you could argue that you shouldn't support statues because you know, that alone is, is racist. I don't support statues. I think they're offensive and should be taken down, the, the, the Confederate ones. And, uh, but you'd have to explain how it is that something like a quarter or a third of black citizens are in favor of keeping the statues. If you can't possibly be a good person and want to keep the statues just for history, even knowing that they're offensive to some people, how do you explain that, that quite a number of black people want to keep the statues? Are they not fine people? The only way this hoax can exist is if you never talk to anybody who attended. Watch, watch the people debunking, the, the, uh, debunking what they think is the debunk. The people who are trying to say that the fine, the fine people hoax was real, that it really happened, will only describe it from the perspective of the media reports at the time. And they will say, well, there you go. There's no, there's no media report at the time of any fine people. But I talked to them in person. <laughs> like I personally talked to them on you know, the telephone, but I personally talked to them. And they tell me the story about showing up. In one case, they didn't know who organized it at all. They had no idea who organized it, but they knew there was something going on about statues. They were local, and they said, well, we're local, we want to keep statues. There's something about that going on, we'll show up and give our, you know, give our opinion. That's it. Were they marching with the races? No. They never got close to the marchers, because the police stopped anybody coming in after a point and said, don't go over there. And so they didn't. They were sort of trapped in a, you know, in a police-confined area. And then when it was over, they all went home. That's it. Now, if the president was wrong about who attended, that should be the story. He was incorrect about who attended. Do you, do you know who else was incorrect about who attended? Fucking everybody. Every fucking person who thinks this hoax is real is incorrect about who attended. Every fucking one of them. I know because I talked to him. The president, worst case scenario, is in their category of not knowing who attended. Worst case, that's it. So Joe Biden tries to sell himself as the kind and caring guy, the man with character, and then he bases his whole fucking campaign on the, on the fine people hoax. Do I care that he's a lying piece of shit? Not really. I don't care if, if Biden is an asshole. I mean, he's, you know, politicians can be bad people. I don't really care that he's a lying piece of shit. But I do care that he painted a fucking target on my back. This is personal. This isn't about politics anymore. This isn't about the tax rate. This isn't about any fucking thing, except this asshole 
one of the worst fucking people in the whole goddamn world, just painted another target on my fucking back. Now, it would be one thing if he had said it once. I'd say, well, you know, he tried it out and it didn't work. But making it the centerpiece of his whole fucking campaign, that is going to make me vote for the first time. First time recently. As you know, I famously don't vote because I don't want to be biased. I don't want to be on a team. But I think this is not about politics anymore. This is self-defense. I'm going to vote for self-defense because this fucking guy can't be in charge. Not with a race hoax. Now people are going to say, what about Trump? What about the things he says that are not true? Well, yeah, he might say some things that don't pass the fact checkers. Maybe. (laughs) But are they ever like this? This isn't like anything he's ever fucking done. He told you he wanted to keep crime out of the country, and then that turned into he's a racist. Trying to protect your country is the fucking job of the president. It's the opposite of what fucking asshole Joe Biden is doing. He's not trying to protect the country. He's trying to tear it apart. The fucking fine people hoax is not like other lies. It's the tentpole fucking hoax that makes people who are stupid and believe the fake news think that it's all true. Because if they see this one's true, they say, well, it must be true that the other thing they're saying about him is true. It's the only one that they think they saw with their own eyes and heard with their own ears because it got edited so they don't hear the clarification. And because they're sure that one's true, it makes all the other things that don't have actual evidence or any credibility to them whatsoever seem clearly true. But worse, it makes it seem like anybody who supports Trump must clearly know that he was supporting these fine people, and therefore it makes us look like assholes. Joe Biden, if you're making your fellow citizens targets for violence and discrimination, and you're doing it fucking intentionally, you are not worthy of being a fucking citizen in this country, much less a leader. You have not qualified at the basic level of understanding the goddamn Constitution, which should treat us equally and should not have you targeting your fucking fellow citizens for violence and for discrimination. You goddamn fucking piece of shit. And it's worse. It's worse than that. Here's why it's worse. And I just wrote a blog on locals that I shared. You can see this. Even if you're not a subscriber, I shared it on Twitter so you can see it. Joe Biden has introduced a new form of fucking slavery. That's right. He just introduced a new form of fucking slavery. Because this this fine people hoax has the intention of, first of all, winning the election, duh, but also to bind black people, black voters, to the Democrat Party. If he does that, and it looks like he's succeeding, he has once again taken away all black political power. If you live in this country and you're allegedly a fucking citizen, shouldn't you get some political power? How about that? Why do white people have political power? Why do they? How come black people can't have political power? Because you don't have any fucking political power if you just vote Democrat. Because asshole Joe Biden told you the biggest fucking lie in American history, and you fucking bought it. You fucking believed it. Because you watch CNN, and you think it's news. 
It's not news. It stopped being news several years ago. It's pure fucking propaganda. And you know who else is? Fox fucking news. Fox News, you are just as fucking guilty as CNN. No, no better. No better. I will make exceptions for some of the hosts on Fox News. Greg Gutfeld, being a notable exception, has called out this hoax. But it's pretty fucking clear that whoever is producing Fox News is not too interested in killing this hoax. It's pretty fucking clear. So whoever is running Fox News, you assholes. You fucking assholes. Fix this. You, it's, you know, you've got the responsibility because you're the main, the main vehicle or voice for the people who support Trump, or you used to be. What the fuck happened? What the fuck happened? I turned on the news last night, and I'm watching Fox News talking about what a great fucking speech it is without talking about the center of the goddamn speech being the biggest race hoax in the lie. How the fuck do you leave that out? How is that not the most important fucking thing to say about the whole fucking event? That he was tearing the country apart intentionally with a, with a fucking hoax. How is that okay? Media Matters is trying to debunk the debunk and acting as if there go those crazy right-wing people acting like it didn't happen when we all saw it on video. Yeah, you saw the hoax video, you fucking assholes. Everybody saw the hoax because that's the one you show. Show the rest of it, fuckers. If you read, if you read the Media Matters uh, piece that tries to debunk, it, the debunk the debunk, it actually includes the statement where Trump says specifically he's not talking about the, the racists. They actually include that and act like you didn't see it. It's the most amazing fucking thing I've ever seen in my life. So... Joe Biden, you fucking piece of shit, don't try to sell us on character when that's the worst thing anybody's ever done as a politician in this fucking country. You can't find anything that Trump did, anything that fucking Nixon did, that's worse than this. Nothing. All right. I might have a few more things to say about this. John Avalon, the douchebag on CNN who just says uh, everything that uh, Republicans do is terrible, he said this this morning, empathy and decency may be the word most used in this convention. Really? Empathy and decency. Because those are the qualities that define Biden. Let's take that as true. Let's say that according to the people who support Biden, the qualities that define him are empathy and decency. Good. That would be a reason not to make him the fucking president. Let me explain to you what a good leader is. A good leader is somebody who can do some hard stuff. A good leader is tough. You want a leader who has empathy, but not as their guiding fucking principle, because if empathy is your guiding principle, you are going to get fucking walked on. China is going to eat your goddamn lunch like they will if Biden is president. Iran is going to fucking take over the Middle East because you're a fucking pussy who's leading with your empathy and decency. Do you know what I want less of? Less of that for my commander-in-chief. Less of that. Yeah, I want somebody who obviously cares. You want somebody who wants what's good for the country. But the presidency is unique. 
You need a warrior there and somebody who's a warrior against your enemies, not somebody who's a warrior against your own fucking citizens, which is what Biden has literally promoted himself as being. I will be the guy who demonizes half of the fucking country. Elect me. No, I want him to demonize fucking China, who's sending boatloads of their goddamn fentanyl over here to kill our fucking citizens while your fucking son is taking a billion dollars from them. Disqualified. Dis-fucking-qualified. You shouldn't be a dog catcher in this goddamn country, much less the fucking president. I want a president who has transparency and has married his own personal fate to the fate of the country. You get that? There is no scenario in which a president can do a shitty job and somehow it works out well for the guy who did the shitty job. That's not a thing. There's too much transparency, too many people watching, even in the room, all the secret stuff, it would all come out. There is no scenario in which Trump could even imagine in his head that there's something that would be good for him that's simultaneously bad for the country. You want that guy. You want a warrior who cares, cares about the country. Trump obviously does. And I would say that anybody who becomes president cares about the fucking country. That is the lowest standard. You could throw a dart into a fucking crowd and find somebody who cared about the country. That's not hard. You couldn't set the bar lower for fucking Joe Biden. Do you know what they don't say when they're complimenting him? Oh, they do say, oh, he's got some empathy and some decency. What they don't say is he's got capability. They don't say he's got a good track record because he doesn't. They don't say his brain is working because it isn't. They don't say he could survive the fucking first term because he can't. Then, of course, he had his... uh, his uh, incredible ideas for coronavirus, which is to reword Trump's actual current policy into angry dementia talk and act like it's not fucking happening. And he can depend on his lap dogs and the fake news to report it just the same way. Like, Trump isn't doing any of these things. Oh, do you know what Trump never thought of? How about rapid testing? <laughs> Trump never thought of rapid testing. Did anybody not think of rapid fucking testing? That's Biden's big improvement. How about if we'll do? I've got an idea. How about doing rapid testing? Yeah, nobody fucking thought of that before. If we could do that right away, we'd be doing fucking rapid testing. Now, it should be noted that there's a different kind of test, the, the paper strip kind of test that you don't have to mail anywhere, and you don't need a machine. It just changes color. That kind of test, the Trump administration has not told us why they won't use it, and they won't tell us they will. That's a failure. If you'd, if you'd like to see me being objective, I would say that they have failed completely. Um, so the, yeah, so let me, let me keep my scorn all the places it belongs. Whatever the fuck is happening with the FDA, and by the way, Trump needs to, to explain this. All right? Trump not talking about this topic of the paper uh, test strips, even to rule it out, which would be fine. If there's a reason to rule it out, I'd like to hear it. But not talking about it is fucking disqualifying, too. If you don't hear Trump talk about this in the next few weeks, fuck him, too. I'm voting for Kanye. 
Seriously, I'm going to vote for Kanye. If, if I don't hear anything about these fucking test strips. Because that's not even close to competent. All right? I think most of the other stuff with the coronavirus, I'd say, is as good as you could do under the situation. But whatever that happens with these fucking test strips, which, by the way, is not what Biden was talking about. He doesn't know the fucking difference between the types of tests. He just said, oh, how about fast testing? Like we hadn't fucking thought of that. No. Trump's got some explaining to do. This is a fail without even at least talking about it, uh, the test strips, specifically the paper test strips that don't require a machine and don't have to be sent anywhere to get a result. Um, So apparently there was a big mistake by the uh, anti-Biden people in painting him as so incompetent that he couldn't appear in public. And CNN managed to turn this into Oh, you know, people, and even Fox News did this. Even Fox, Chris Wallace was saying, anybody who thought Biden would be, you know, unable to, you know, put his words together, they were disappointed because you could see Biden was perfectly capable that night. Perfectly capable at what? He gave the shortest acceptance speech in modern history. Did you know that? It was the shortest one. Coincidence? Is it a coincidence that the guy who uh, might not have too much stamina also had the shortest acceptance speech? Could be a coincidence. Probably not. And did anybody on the right believe that, that Biden was incapable of reading off a teleprompter what was essentially his stump speech that he's probably got memorized? Nobody really thought he was so gone yet that he couldn't read and stand. All he did last night is stand upright for less time than any modern president before him, or even candidate, and read. He fucking read in public. And what did these people on CNN do? They had tears in their eyes. Oh, it it was the best speech Joe Biden has ever done. He's unified the country. We have finally found real leadership. All he did was stand for a little bit and read a fucking teleprompter. And now he's the best politician who ever lived. I think we set the bar a little too low. Let me remind CNN and all the fucking idiots over there, as well as at Fox, that the bar is can he do things that are new? That's the question. Nobody's really questioning whether he can fucking read. I don't know if anybody has said he's so gone... I don't know if he can read. Nobody fucking said that. And, you know, it's it's, uh, the CNN way to conflate things that don't belong together. Can you debate is a little bit fucking different from can you read. Those are not similar tasks. All right. Um, (laughs) Maybe that's all I needed to say. So, once again, I will be spending some part of my day debunking this stupid fucking fine people hoax. Once again. Once again. Yeah, Fox News is not off the hook on this. they got a lot of explaining for this, frankly. And uh, I'm going to go register to vote. I don't know how you do that. I guess you do it online. I mean, I haven't done it in so long that I don't remember how it's even done. So I'm going to register to vote. 
Um, if Trump says something about this test strip idea, then I'll vote for him. If we don't hear anything about the test strips and you know other countries are using it and you know it just gets ignored, I'm going to assume there's something wrong, just something wrong, and I'm going to vote for Kanye. I'll write it in. But I'm not going to fucking vote for Joe Biden. All right? Yeah, he can ride a bike. And he can drive a... Biden can ride a bike and he can drive a car for a block. We're very impressed with him. All right. Um, I've got to go check on whether I need to evacuate or when. Because, as I said, the fire is approaching my house. And it doesn't make me happy. And I will talk to you later.